know with like in my household, I I never had um my parents talk to me about sex. I more so had that conversation with my brothers mm-hmm. and it wasn't really like an in-depth like conversation. Um I'm the youngest out of seven, so I more so learned through watching. And I grew up with my brothers. So, of course, their way of them learning was completely different. I'm a female, they're a male. So their way of doing things is completely different than what I would do, you know? So I learned more so from watching and trial and error and things like that. Um, But I do think it's very important for parents to, um, both parents, mom and dad, talk to their kids equally about sex and talk to the women about their periods and talk to your sons about periods as well. Educate your sons on that too, because it starts in a household. So like a lot would be different had these conversations, you know, had... If these conversations were made, like a lot would be different with not only myself, but I feel like a lot of people, if more conversations was had around women and men and how we express ourselves, even if it's telling a personal story. Like, and I'm not right. saying when your when your kid is young, but like I have a son, his name is Marcellus. Um, he's five years old. When he get of age, and I feel like I can have like real conversations with him, there's gonna be certain things that I do tell him bad experiences that I had, good experiences that I had. It might not be detailed, but he'll understand the gist of it. Because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's very important um, for him to know these things. And right now what I've been doing, um, I have a journal that I write in. And this journal is specifically for him and any other kids that I may have. So when, you know, I pass, I have something to leave behind. I have my stories to leave behind to my son. And by him going back and looking at certain stories, whether it's about sex or dating or something else that's going on in my life, he'll be able to look in that and be like, well, my mom handled it this way and it didn't work for her or it did work for her. Let me do something different or let me do the same thing. So I think it's very important for us to have those conversations with our children. I went to, don't judge me, I went to Catholic school. Um, and there's a big, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to say it's a misconception. Yeah, because I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> first of all, Catholic girls, man, I don't know what it all, is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the stories a, are true. Okay? in uniforms. <laughs> but I, but you know, I was definitely afraid of my six foot black mama. Okay, I wasn't rolling up my my knitted skirt, uh, my kilted skirt uh, after Catholic school, or whatever. But yeah, we did talk about that. We had sex education. It was just more so about how the reproductive uh, organs work and things like that. Yeah. But again, like how you're doing for big sellers. Like mm-hmm. I, I just wish my parents would have given me those conversations. Yeah. But I, knowing what I know of them now and understanding, they weren't in any position, you know, mentally, you know, or any other lead that you can think of to provide me with anything. So, you know, regardless, I would have had to learn on my own, but, you know, I definitely encourage, cause I don't, I'm not a parent either. Yeah. Um, and what, what I give and what me and my sisters give to my nephew are all those small details that our parents didn't give us yeah. um, to make better decisions right. um, in life. Cause like I said, if, if, if my parents would have had those conversations, because I saw my parents, how they move. I knew that they were having um, marital issues. Right. I knew that they were cheating on each other. And I know you guys weren't just going out to coffee. You know, I, <laughs> it wasn't discussed, but I wasn't dumb as yeah. a kid. Like, I know mommy's going out to do such and such. And this you ain't can my feel dad. It. Yeah. You, you can know, feel kids it. feel energy, you know. And that's another thing with my nephew. Like, 
if I'm having a bad day or something's like, I won't talk about it, I'm shutting it down because this isn't something that he needs to experience or right. feel because I don't want him to feel what I felt, you know, growing up. I don't want that to play a role in his life and his decision making or anything mm. because, you know, what my parents did, how they moved about, it played a huge role in how I moved in life and decisions right. I made, um, especially with sex and relationships. Right. Uh, I don't want to get too far off, but I do want to discuss the purpose in sex and dating. Mm -hmm. Why Why? Why do we mix them? Is it good? Is it bad to mix them? At what point do, do we have sex? And if we're dating, what is, why are we dating? What is the, the point of dating? Are we courting? Are we dating? Are we, do we want to be serious? What, Depends on what where you are in your walk in I life. mean, sex. Like, we're talking about what we should have been taught from the crib, right? right. Uh, we should have been taught that sex is passionate. The overall, it's for pleasure. Mm -hmm. But the main purpose is for procreation. Right. And, and now sex is a hobby. Sex is casual. There's no respect for it. Sex is not sacred. Yeah. You know, we definitely. can use the S word. But, yeah, it's not sacred. And dating, and you just use the word dating and courtship, but those things mean two, two different, different things because mm -hmm. courting someone has a lot intention mm -hmm. behind it courting means like look i'm looking to take this to marriage yeah period courtship leads to marriage right get your stuff right because we about to get married right because right. in courtship you're working on yourself mm -hmm. as well because i'm not going to get married with this person because i'm courting myself i'm courting you i'm courting our future mm. but in dating it's like you date multiple people you can and date, I have no purpose behind nothing. You're out here trying things out. You're just like Goldilocks. What you call it? Serial dating? Serial dating. dating. Serial Literally. Dating. And like people talk about serial killers. That's someone that just keeps killing. Yeah. A serial dater is someone that just keeps dating mm -hmm. with no real with no, resolve. Yeah. It's more so a void feeling right. type of thing more than anything. But you said um, something about uh, procreation as far as sex. Right. And I really want to like emphasize that even if you're not creating a baby when you're having sex, you're mm. still creating something. Correct. Because it's one of the biggest forms of creation. So when you lay down and you have sex with somebody and you're having an orgasm, whatever you're thinking of or whatever energy you got going on with you, you are now creating that. You are mm -hmm. manifesting that. That is the biggest form of creation. So when you're having sex and when you're engaging in that, you have to be very intentional with your thoughts when you're having sex, you have to be, especially when you're having an orgasm, you have to be very intentional with that energy. Because if you're not, you're going to manifest things in your life and you're going to be like, why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Whole time you're having sex with somebody who's going through depression right now and they just I needed need you as an outlet. Damn. So now y'all done manifested this whole Come on. energy Come on. and you feeling things that's not even yours. Come on. So, I totally Sounds get that. Personal. Um, <laughs> because again, going back to my younger self, um, the whole thing with sex with me is just to dominate. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so scary. I just want to dominate. I, I, I mean, it was, it, it was, it was control. It was Whoa. power. It was making a man my bitch, and I was good at it. Wow, um, been there. And, yeah, been yeah, there. and and but that that, that but that poured over into you know mm -hmm. my later years and making sure I'm in control. 
I'm in a position of power, having to be, you know, the, the go-to or to be the head of household. 21st um, century yeah, black woman. Yes. <laughs> and I, no, I, I am not, <laughs> I am strong, you know, and, and I am independent, but do not put them together, okay? I, I no, I, I think that's such a negative, you know, thing, the strong, independent black woman. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not all that together. I am that separately. Um, but back then, that's what it was for me. You know, I, I, I could dominate you. I can make you do whatever. I can make you come like that. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, bye. That's what it was. <laughs> but like I said, that was stemming off of what I saw and what I was taught. Right. I, I came up seeing a bunch of temporary satisfactions, temporary right. fixes. Right. There was, mm. ne- you know, growing up in a black household, we know there's never, we never talk about the issue. We never get down to the nitty gritty. We always sweep it up under the rug. So if I came to my parents and be like, I'm feeling like this, Mm -hmm. you know, it was swept under the rug. And so that's how I dealt with, 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 uh, with sex, you know, it was just letting out, you know, that's why I was so intentional about being dominating in the bedroom because it, it's kind of how I got off, but, you know, it was kind of like a control thing for me because yeah. really it was like the only thing I had control of in my life because, wow. That's you deep. Know, because yeah. of my parents <laughs> and, and, and such, you know, so if I can, I can control you this way mm-hmm. and I can still feel empowered, that empowered me, you know, even though in, at the end of the day, it wasn't. Yeah, no, nah, I can relate yeah. to that. Like 100%. I can relate to that. And I think that's where it come from with me watching, um, other people experiences like my brothers and things like that. And that's why it's so much like we're, we're not the same. You're a male, I'm a female, but mine's also stemmed from that too. Um, and lack of actually just having like the conversations and stuff and not really knowing. Yeah. Um, and like with what I just said, like I learned that through experience, like when you're laying down and you're having the best example I can give, there was this uh, man that I was dealing with and, um, he had a lot going on in his life, like, and he didn't speak about it, but I felt it. Mm. I felt it when we were intimate. Like, I felt him just dumping Damn. his his energy in me to the point where it would make my back ache. Like, it would make, and not, and not, <laughs> not and not, make my, back, back. No, no, no. <laughs> not, not make my back ache from how we had sex. Uh-huh. I'm a dancer, I'm flexible, I got this. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't from that. It was literally his emotions and the things that he experienced in his life, his traumas, things that he was going through, it would literally make my back hurt. And I actually mm. sat him down one day and I broke it down to him and I told him like, yo, we cannot be involved with each other anymore because this is how you make me feel like you mess with your nails you be anxious like really paying attention to those slight Mm -hmm. things made me realize yo when I've been feeling anxious and depressed it hasn't been my emotions it hasn't it's been you because you're the person that I've been having sex with and once I cut him off and I cut those cords it was it was gone like it, it it just didn't exist anymore and it was like dang you really hold on to other people's emotions and traumas when you mm-hmm. lay down with them and that's deep yeah and now that i'm older i know that now so now i'm a lot more intentional versus then i was just filling voids i was trauma bonding with mm-hmm. people like it was it was a lot of a lot of stuff going on so now that i'm older and i'm more wise i'm more intentional right so sex and dating is 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 really more serious than what we think because if Mm -hmm. you're making those type of connections and if you're laying down with somebody who's broken world broken 
if you're laying down with somebody who does not want to pick their pieces up and do something mm. and still want to wanting to bask in their brokenness mm-hmm. and you're like hey i want to build yeah that means you you really got to consider all of that stuff yeah you mm-hmm. do it's like super important to and i think you know one thing i can't say about our generation um Okay, this is the best way to put it. So older generations, you know, a lot of the times with our generation, I hear that, you know, y'all, y'all are not, y'all don't, these women don't date the same and they don't do this and they don't do that. And these women use men for sex and food and da, 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 da. And I would be like, you know, to a certain extent, I agree, but I really don't because I think back to those times with past generations and I understand that those times, those women couldn't even get a house in their name. They couldn't mm. do anything without having a man in the household. So I'm like y'all are actually getting chosen now more than you did then if you ask me because y'all needed like we needed men in order to get a house we couldn't even work we couldn't get a house in our name we couldn't do nothing so a lot of those times then you know these women are laying down with these men cooking these men meals doing all these things for men um to survive Mm. and i think now with our generation i think it's people have more of an issue with women being so independent because we're actually in a place where we can literally take the time to choose who we want to lay down with, mm-hmm. who we want to date, because we can get our own jobs. We can get our own houses. We can get all of the things that y'all can get for us when it comes to those type of things. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to actual connection and intimacy and, you know, um, actually being a provider outside of finances, men, feel uncomfortable with that now and it makes it more definitely. difficult yeah they're, they're definitely uh how you say uh oh i can't think of the word intimidated by such because yes i can get my own i got my own job i got my own bank i got my own car i can do this i can do that for myself what can you do for me emotionally do you know how and to provide that's where in men a different way short are, are you know short change and i'm going to defend that because we talked about the foundation right mm-hmm. how we grew up our parents didn't teach us how to provide outside right. of mm-hmm. financial <laughs> bringing a house together the, without laboring in a sense right now women are laboring just as much as we are mm-hmm. they're getting paid just as much as we are right and we were never taught to even be in tune with our own emotions now you want me to be in tune with yours right that's true i don't know how to do that so now i look at you as like all right i'm just here to have sex <laughs> this is what i came because this is what i can do <laughs> this is what i'm here for i can do that i can't pay your bills i mean I'd rather not pay your bills. <laughs> um, I'd rather not do these expensive trips and things with someone I don't really like. Right. I don't like you like that. I only sleep, honestly, I feel more comfortable when I'm around you when we're having sex. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize they do this, but once you have sex, then it's all of a sudden like, oh, I gotta go. We were just here for two hours. And then as soon as you have sex, you just, now you slide. I'm telling you, there's always something the to do all of a sudden because you, you don't really want to connect with this person what like you that. Drive you know? my car. I'm about to go drive my car. So women <laughs> some air and tires. men, that just shows us where we are with sex, yeah. right? And how we are with dating in, in a sense, in our intentions. We haven't really learned to connect with each other on a very intimate level to connect where like, okay, she she's she's the breadwinner. I provide her emotional stability. Mm-hmm. I provide her something that she can't get anywhere else. Right. Because there's a lot of dudes flexing. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That got bread. But she knows when she's with me, she's home. Right. Mm. She has this security. I like that. That makes me think about, and and I'm, I'm going to put it out there. 
So um, my son's father and I, when we were um, together, he was a he was the first dude that I met that was a great provider. So as a woman growing up, you hear, you know, man, got to provide, he got to pay the bills, he got to do this, he got to do that. So he was the first guy that I came across that was what I always hear growing up. He was a great provider. I didn't have to worry about bills. I didn't have to worry about like if I needed my hair, nails, whatever done, he got it done. Like everything was taken care of. But then as the relationship progressed, I'm like, you're not affectionate enough. Like you're not emotionally available enough. And I had to make a decision um, because now I have a baby. So I had to make a decision for both of us on what would work best. And he didn't, he didn't want that. Like he pictured himself being with me. Um, he pictured marriage and things like that. And at one point I did too, but as the relationship progressed, I started noticing like, dang, if we were to lose this, this place, if, if you were to lose your job, if you were to lose all of these things, you wouldn't have anything else to offer me. And maybe it's because of me, because sometimes we have to take into account. Sometimes we're just not there we're not affectionate with certain people and certain people we meet, we are like, he's in mm. a relationship now and he's blossoming. Like he, mm. him, his relationship with his girlfriend is so beautiful. Like, and seeing him in that environment, in that space with her is very refreshing to see. Cause it's like, I made the right decision mm-hmm. to, to let this go. So that way you can get what you needed and I can get what I needed. Um, and so I think a lot of the times people fo- focus on, or a lot of women, focus on the providing aspect of having a man, but it's like that emotional, that intimacy has to be there as well. And it brings me to thinking about um, polygamy. Um, A lot of people feel like polygamy is uh, just based off of intimacy in a sense, like you're in a relationship with this person and y'all are doing this. I feel like, in a sense, um, I'm in a polygamous relationship with my son's father, but we're not intimate because even though we're not together, we have a child together and I still have to build a relationship with him. I still have to nurture him sometimes. I still have to communicate. I still like I still have to do all of those things that I would do if we were in a relationship. The only difference is we're not intimate. But because we have a friendship now Mm. and we can communicate and we have that, we know when to nurture each other still and all of those things, we have a great friendship, you know? See, your story makes me think of my ex. Um, Y'all know I'm emotional. And (laughs) and I'm going to say unfortunately, um, because it's actually my superpower. Um, If I'm happy, sad, Mm -hmm. angry, anything in between, it comes out in tears. That's just who I am. Glossy girl. (laughs) That's just who I am. Whatever emotion I'm feeling is going to come out Mm -hmm. in tears. And my ex, he could not handle that. Yeah. He could not handle that. He didn't, he didn't want to deal with it, actually. More or less. My emotions, period. Me talking, hey, I'm feeling this. Right. You doing this makes me feel like this. But his response would be, oh, you're insecure or you're that. Mm. You're, 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 you're listening to me, but you're not hearing a damn word I'm saying because I'm telling you this is the reason why I'm feeling insecure. I'm not an insecure person. What you're doing is making me mm-hmm. um, feel insecure. you're not creating a safe space Correct. So sexually, um, when I'm with you, I want to have a lot of sex. Um, as much sex as I wanted to have with him, I didn't because I didn't feel sexually safe because yeah. 
certain things that he did and said, like he was all about big booty bitches. Um, so, and he was disrespectful with it. Like if we go out in public and whether he can see it from the front or not, he's gonna break his neck to see if she mm. got a big ass. With you? Yes, with me there. Why are you there? Well, while I'm there. Red yo, flag. I'm, yo, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then like I said, this is over 10 I years ago. Yeah, this is over 10 years <laughs> ago. So I didn't know no better. So we, and we, we dated for like, what, three years. Um, and then mind you, I'm in my late 20s. He's in his late 30s. You oh. swore he was in college because he would screenshot pictures of chicks off of Instagram on his iPad and save them. And of He's course, crazy. these, yeah, that's right, yo, yo. And of course, all of these women, I'm not built like these women. I yeah. don't have a Coke bottle. She fine, but she don't got no Coke bottle. And, um, <laughs> but I'm supposed to feel sexually secure with you. I'm supposed to, cause he'd be like. And um, I see what you're admiring. I see right. what you're Right, so what are you picturing for. with me when we're intimate, right. you know? So he, he wanted me to, uh, how you say, like started off more often, but mm -hmm. I never did. I never initiated right. because yeah. I didn't feel secure in doing such because I see what you look like and that's not me. I'm not built like that. So how am I supposed to feel secure with my man and initiating and being this way? You want me to wear fits. Why would I do such for you right. when you're not accommodating me emotionally, sexually, and any other way? I'm gonna say something right now. <laughs> that a lot of guys probably don't want out. But some guys don't even think about the woman they're having sex with while they're having sex with them. Well, they don't from even, that experience, They I don't know. even make eye contact with them. Turn mm -hmm. around. Please turn around. <laughs> turn around. Hey, listen, no. listen. Like, so. I'm telling you, we sex, dating, the way we're doing it now, we don't really need to have a connection with each other. I'm just experiencing what my desires are through you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's like a broken, like we talk about filling up a void, but I'm not thinking about you. Sometimes people don't even think about the person they're with. And that's a real yeah. thing. The crazy mm -hmm. thing is, I I picture myself, because my parents have been together for 31 years, 32 this year. I picture myself being a hunter, like a hunter, like having a spear. And my wife is over there and I see her and I'm trying to figure out how to get there or how to throw this spear and, and hit her so that she knows that I'm here. Hmm. Nowadays, okay, Cupid. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, nowadays, Remix. it's like I'm the, I'm the lion and I'm being chased by the gazelles. Mm. Yo, that's a, that's a crazy way of putting it, but it is but true. Yeah, a good visual, though. I think back to what you were saying, I also think a lot of the times with that with men, like when men or when uh women have sex with somebody and they're thinking about somebody else. I think a lot of the times for one, they having sex with somebody that they're, they're not like super attractive to, whether that be mentally, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatever. But I think ultimately they're, um, they're having sex with somebody they're not really attracted to. And also one of the things that I've come to learn through my experience is when is TMI, but, um, <laughs> when, um, when I'm having sex, I'm very much so um, into myself. I like how I sound. I like how I'm moving. I'm feeling myself. Like I'm loving how I am feeling in the moment. And I realize when I'm into myself and I'm receiving, you ain't got no choice but to look. You ain't got no choice yeah. but to be there with me because you just like, wow, you mm -hmm. are really like, let me do this and see how you react then. Mm -hmm. or let me, you know, and y'all men, it's y'all ego. So y'all mm -hmm. like to see stuff like that. Y'all like to see like what, okay, if I do this, how she's going to react? How is mm -hmm. this going to do? So 
I think with men, a lot of the times, I feel like part of that, that's where it stemmed from as well. So guys, what is making love? Making love. Is that the next question? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is making love? I think, <laughs> I think making love is everything we kind of talked about, yeah. pretty much the opposite of it, you know? Yeah. Just intimacy, connection, passion. Mm-hmm. Um, in, did I say intention already? Mm-hmm. But just communication, <laughs> like even, I think patience too. Yeah. Patience enough to getting to know your partner's body. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yes. emphasis on getting to know yes, your body. Because yes. I think a lot of times, <laughs> guys, we do this, we have sex with a girl, we rush, we get to our spot, and we're like, are you good? I'm good? All right, right. Mm. But we never really made love to understand that person, because there's more known as spots. I think women no are yeah. the same way, too. Definitely. Oh, definitely, because yeah. girls will get theirs and slide, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And But I think making love is that deeper connection. Like, I know your body to the point where, like, I can make you come before just by penetration. Right, right, before yeah. you penetrate. Penetration. Right, like, yeah, definitely. Or by the time I penetrate, it's flood. A floodgate opens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because of all the pre-work that I've done right. to the body, knowing your body, right? Yeah, the stimulation. Understa- Correct. Knowing your partner well enough that I can connect with you on such an emotional level. Mm-hmm. Listening to the body, mm-hmm. feeling the body, mm-hmm. even uh, waiting for any reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that goes back to communication. Like, how open are you guys talking about? Hey, this is what my body needs. No, nah, I don't think but you see, have to talk about it. I mean, you do. I don't, I don't you think do. You, have to you talk don't. But I know so? where you're going with that, yeah. and I agree with you, and I agree with her. Mm-hmm. Both are needed. You have to verbally speak, and you have to Explore. pay attention. You have to pay attention. <laughs> you even got to pay attention to how somebody like, like how your partner touch you, mm-hmm. because a lot of the times, how your partner touch you how is they how want they that. want to be touched mm-hmm. too. Right. So you still you have to pay attention to. All of that. And I mean, for me, I think lovemaking, I mean, you said majority of like what it is, but I also think that like lovemaking is also what I said earlier, the intention that you're putting into when you're having your orgasm, like when you're having your orgasm, whatever you, if you're able to meditate and center your thoughts when you are having an orgasm and you're able to, even if it's something, something as simple as thinking about peace. Mm-hmm. when you're having an orgasm with your man and you're able to speak peace over his life because women were the were the ultimate creators physically in this right. physical realm so as a woman when you're able to speak peace over your man's life or peace over your family or whatever that's love making too i think love making takes time you can't just get it in one sitting oh no um i, I believe that love making you have to be very intuitive you have to be in intuitive and in tune with that person. Mm. So when you're mm. deep stroking or whatever you're doing or kissing. Okay, deep stroke. You feel, <laughs> <laughs> like, feeling, feeling that person's um, like breath. Her intestines. Oh, no, not. <laughs> so, so um, <laughs> I think I could talk about it on, on uh, Right. On air. Uh, mm-hmm. So my girlfriend, we, we were having sex, and she told me my breath smelled like sex. Oh. And you have to be very <laughs> intuitive or understanding to know that. And I, I was when she said that, I was like, "What?" I said, "That's not. That's not. That's a compliment." Though. That tastes like you know. But to know that and to understand, it's like okay, we were kissing one time, and she said, "Your breath smells like sex," and I was like, "I'm kissing you. What are you talking about?" Like. She was just ready. Mm. No, he's not. But oh, you were just ready. 
<laughs> but that could be just how in tune Next you guys question. are. <laughs> Before you go to the next question, it was um, this post, which honestly, it makes sense. It was this post that said that men can pretty much smell a woman's arousal. Do you think you guys can? I think we, I think naturally. Yeah. We can. But I think that's on both ends though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause you know, if I want you, I will intentionally put off my pheromones mm -hmm. to you to let you know, mm -hmm. I want you, yeah. you know, and Primary you're going to pick yeah. up you're going to pick up on that, mm -hmm. on that air, that scent, that smell, because I'm intentionally putting it out towards you and you only for mm -hmm. you to pick up on. Mm. What's the next question? <laughs> <laughs> next question is, um, can you be interested or attracted to a body part and not the person? Yeah, yes. I think that's where a lot of us are. Going. Yes, <laughs> that's where I was. So I had this one dude I talked to. I loved his arms, Lord. And I know that's so random, mm -mm. but he has such nice arms. So did you have sex with him because you liked his arms? I wanted to, but I didn't. Just for the arms. I really wanted to like. Hey, uh, can I just see you in your arms? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I think I think a lot of times uh, we will engage with somebody because yeah. of one thing we like about them, not because we actually yeah. like them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the sad Definitely. truth of it. Yeah, yeah. but I think. Honestly. Something we didn't talk about as much today is there comes sex comes with discipline. Yeah. Ooh, oh yeah. Boy, discipline means being attracted. I mean, there's millions of women that you're attracted to, mm -hmm. but you have to have the discipline to know what you want and what you desire. Mm -hmm. And now you're not going to compromise that because of her arms, her ass, her titties. Right. Come it on, looks, but looks that comes fake. with knowing yourself too. That know that comes but, with knowing mm -hmm. yourself. Well, I was having sex out here not knowing myself. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Been there, done For that. Sure. Right. Um, yeah, just filling those temporary voids. But once you get to, once you intentionally put the time in to know yourself, know what you want, uh, you're going to go out and seek those things intentionally from a partner as opposed to lollygagging and laying down, you know, with whomever that right. has, oh, you have this aspect, so I'm gonna lay with you. Oh, well, you have this aspect that I like, you know, but you're gonna intentionally look for the person that has uh, a collaboration, so to speak, yeah. of all of those things, um, yeah. which makes sex so much more beautiful when you right. find that. Yeah, it when does. You, it, it, when you're out there, when you're out there dating, um, understand that dating is, a temporary thing. Mm -hmm. You can date multiple people, like you said, but mm -hmm. courting is more. Definitely. If you know that there are millions of women that you know you would get with, or mm -hmm. sleep with, whatever, be with, and you choose one, courting means that you're going to be serious with that one. Whatever yeah. she brings to the table, you are okay with it because you're making that that solid decision. You're, put, you're, you're slamming the mallet. You're saying, all right, that's it. This is the one right here not based off of how she looks, not based off of her titties, her butt, her face, her hair, nothing like that. It's simply personality. I, 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 can, I, can, I can live with this person for the mm -hmm. rest of my life. Serve this I can person. Mm -hmm. I can and be served by this person my whole life. I can build this partnership, build this family with this person. Tunnel vision inside, cause you're just not right. Though it feels so right. Maybe if these things were different, different from all, can't help but fall, baby. It's just not fair, cause we seem to be the same. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the 12th hour. You guys want to see more? I know you do. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that notification bell, and we'll see you next time.